0: Hello and welcome to the Gaming Fix Podcast, episode 280 on August 13th, 2023. I'm your host, Andre Cole, aka The Wet Gamer, aka your partner's favorite, flavor potato chipped. Potato chipped? Potato chips. I'm joined today by Allison.
1: Oh gosh. I see I like I always love trying the very um, the novelty ones. So like I like trying the like wide variety, but then I always what's, go what's back to What's your go-to like? Like I mean, the go-to if it's in if it's just like normal varieties is gonna is gonna be the um, sour cream and onion. But you know that's. Like, I, do I, you I, have like
0: a preferred brand. Uh... We'll ble- we'll bleep this out so we don't you know give them any free. <laughs> yeah, time, we though.
1: don't want free advertising. I mean, like just Lay's, I guess. I don't know. Okay. I, a I, simple simple
0: classic.
1: classic yeah I, I i mean i also like like a good kettle chip do you uh, like
0: uh, uh ruffled or do you like uh do you like a you just know a plain
1: if it's ruffles i i like them plain um but for oh, like okay. sour cream and onion i want the i want i want i the fl- want the just the flatter the, the flatter chip yeah
0: okay interesting interesting all right well also joining us today pat
2: Got to ruffles the ridges mean there's more surface area on the chip. Yeah, so you get more for your money. More, but there's you, like you get more the get I you don't know get more, more few... flavor for your money too. Exactly. Yeah, more space uh, for the powder to get into. I the the ranking goes all dressed is the best. Uh, oh, one hundred percent. Don't have that here. Uh, yeah, ketchup I... is the second best, which uh-huh. they only have once in a while here. Then it's sour cream or not sour cream? It's a uh, salt and vinegar. Um, which is the standard because the other two that I mentioned are not really available in the U S and then it's sour cream and onion. And then usually like some kind of like, there's a Ruffles flavor that's like sour cream and cheddar. Oh, Um, that's a good one. And that's, Mm -hmm. that's my, that's, that's the, that's the, and then lower than that, I'll just take plain. I don't, I don't need some, I don't, I don't like barbecue chips. Like Mm -hmm. it's too sweet. Mm -hmm. Yeah it's like parking lot in my opinion. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <But, laughs> yeah,
1: no. That that just reminded me of of when I went to um when I went on a vacation to uh Montreal and Quebec City, I <laughs> I brought back several different bags of all dressed and ketchup chips. <laughs> Cuz was just like, no, this is this is yeah. necessary for my like, to bring back.
2: <laughs> I don't know how it happens, but like once a year usually although i don't think i've seen it this year a local grocery store like any it's not it's not a specific one will have like two or three bags of ketchup chips just sitting on the shelf when i'm there and then i'm i'm feasting but uh <laughs> i don't i don't think yeah, i've ever seen all, all dressed, dressed once. outside once. yeah
1: i've mm. seen it like once here and i i've i've gotten it once here it but it's it's rare and
2: i should drive to vancouver and then smuggle them in yeah yeah if you buy enough of them you're supposed to declare it at the border but i I think that's like probably
0: (laughs) if you were buying enough chips to have to declare it like we're gonna have to stage an
2: intervention look i like i like they ask you did you buy anything while you were in canada every time you come back yeah yeah
1: yeah like in customs you're like i don't know i just bought some chips i guess uh yeah, I, That's
2: I, I, I just bought a few chips and like it's like,
1: it's like your retired trunk, trunk. Yeah, <laughs>
0: your trunk is bungee corded down <laughs> <laughs>
1: because it's full of chips. <laughs> uh, I
0: mean, I'm, I guess I'm the bougie one here because they don't make my favorite chips anymore. Um, but I like kettle chips. Uh, I like Lay's. Like, eh, sure, just fine. But they made. They used to make roasted red pepper and goat cheese flavored kettle oh, chips. Oh. It sounds good. Oh, yeah. It, yeah, sounds good but... it, it was very good and they don't make them anymore, which is tragic. I uh, I mean, um I used to come home from school and then just eat an entire bag of kettle chips as like my after-school snack in high school.
2: <laughs> I used to like kettle chips more, but um they like the, the way they're cooked means that they, like, crunch my teeth in a way mm-hmm. that I don't sure. like. Yeah. Um, they're, like, too thick. You can you can get I, some that are, like, that get bunched up and it gets real bad. And I worry they're going to break, that I'm going to damage my teeth. It's really bad. Oh. It's not that I don't like them. It's just yeah, that it's yeah. like, eh, when I bite down on this, what's the odds that it's going to, like, split a tooth? Yeah. Which that's... is silly. It, there's no chance. Mm-hmm. But it just. Yeah.
0: But, it,
1: it, I, me I, I mean, I can understand that, like, little, that freak out. Um. I also like the idea of trying those weird Lay's flavors that they come out with, but then they're always, like, kind of weird. I like
0: Mountain Dew or something once. I don't know. Maybe that's I not think
1: true. It's that's
2: fake. I think those are fake. Okay. I don't it's think It's like the hot dog so. thing. I don't think that Once I had real.
1: chicken and waffle I've seen those flavor,
2: those images. I remember, yeah, that was real. I
0: remember chicken and waffles
1: yeah they they tasted they are like one of those things where they tasted weird but you're like
0: they tasted good. too much like maple syrup
1: they oh yeah yeah you open the bag and you smell it and it's like oh it's maple syrup and nothing yeah. else
0: <laughs> which yeah you know i i get it maple syrup chicken and waffles you get you get the syrup but there's too much syrup you know like you were saying about the barbecue chips being too sweet they were mm-hmm. too sweet I think they had some Sriracha ones which yeah. I recall liking, but yeah, I d I don't Apparently know. Apparently there's a a while ago. A
1: lay's campaign that just just got started where they're may, maybe is gonna have all dressed. I don't know. It's mm. weird, but Probably
2: when I see it, but yes, that would be good.
1: That would be nice. <laughs> oh I uh, I I don't know. It looks like there's they're mostly uh doing different types of chip flavors, but on a Lay's thing, like Lay's Cheeto flavor or mm. Doritos Cool Ranch flavor. And it's like, have Wait. we experimented too much?
0: Wait, they... Doritos Cool Ranch Lay's? What?
1: Yeah. That's what they're doing now, apparently.
0: <laughs> they spent so much time... Wondering if they could, they didn't stop. <laughs> exactly. If they should, <laughs> exactly,
1: exactly. Uh, and then also like Funyun flavored lays.
0: What? Just eat Funyuns. I,
1: I People might not. I like. I,
0: like, I then why would they eat funion lays?
1: They like they they may not want the texture. I don't know. Uh. I don't know. I I I'm not that person because I I think of Funyuns.
2: Perfectly More fine. options are better. We don't want to yeah. gatekeep chips.
1: Don't want to gatekeep funyuns.
0: I'm not <laughs> no. gatekeeping funyuns. I'm just saying, hey, if you want funyuns, eat some funyuns. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> this.
2: I'm saying, yeah. you want to play a card game. <laughs> if, if you want to play a card game, you should play Disney's Lorcana. <laughs> well. I don't know if you if that was that a real segue.
0: Uh, hey, we're here. Uh...
2: Uh, yeah. So the only thing I played that is new from last week and different from last week is uh, if you're not familiar, there is a new trading card game that is coming out on August 18th. So a mere five days from now, four or four depending on where you are. Although I don't know how that works outside of the U.S. Yeah, Um. And it's called Disney's Lorcana. Is it Disney's is- Lorcana or Disney Lorcana? Eh, Disney Lorcana, I think it is. Uh, it is. it's not made by Disney. So it's made by a uh company called Ravensburger, which you may have heard of. They are a uh very um uh well known producer of board games, largely family board games, so like I love some of their games, uh, Forbidden Island and Forbidden Desert, I believe, oh, are both, okay. both published by them. Um, I could be wrong about that, but, um, the, oh no, game Right publishes Forbidden Island and Forbidden oh. Desert. So, yeah, Ravensburger, I don't know that there's many games of theirs that I, they make puzzles. That's one of the big see, yeah, things. Yeah,
1: I, um, I think that's how I know them, is that I see, if I go yeah. to like, a game shop, there will be a... a Big thing of puzzles, and there will be a yes. lot of puzzles by them. Yeah,
2: they make um they make Scotland Yard, which is a pretty cool game. um They make Labyrinth, which is a pretty. Oh, they make the Quest for El Dorado, which is a good game. um And but one of the things that they make is a game called Villainous, which is I have not played. I've been told I should because I'm told it's pretty good. But it is it it's a Disney themed board game about Disney villains. There's, they've done one for Marvel, and I think Star Wars as well. Um, and they're supposedly very good. And that relationship has resulted in them also for developing this trading card game, um, which is kind of outside of the the visual look. The look of it and stuff is kind of outside of their typical mm-hmm. oeuvre. Um, and really, that's what initially attracted me to it is I, I like Disney properties. I grew up watching all of these movies, and I still have a soft spot for them in spite of Disney being a big horrible evil corporation um which mood by the way i would not i'm not necessarily or i am not suggesting you go watch a bunch of these movies we're talking about the card game specifically <laughs> um and uh where is the song of the south card oh geez uh
0: well
1: listen if there's a <laughs> um
2: but uh, the yeah, so this trading card game, really gorgeous art, uh, really really beautiful production value. Uh, I, I had earlier this year thought that I would get pretty deep into this instead of Magic, and then the Lord of the Rings Magic stuff just hit in a certain way. But I would still like to play Lorcana as well. Um, it's it's a it's hard games. There's a lot. It's like fighting games, kind of. <laughs> you can kind of more than one, but yeah. you have one that's sure. sort of your main focus. If you uh, can afford it. <laughs> well, so that's now, the issue, right? The is, price yeah.
1: on that was bananas.
2: The Lorcana is currently seeing this like ludicrous pricing. Like It's the it's the free that market pricing Disney
0: was... it's Not even tax from Disney, just like capitalism well, going yeah. hey, it's Disney, it's, you're going to pay the price. It's a weird,
2: it's a very weird situation because like it has an MSRP. So, like, recently there was a Magic set that came out called Commander Masters. It's very overpriced. And Wizards of the Coast does not do MSRP anymore. It's just they charge distributors a price and then distributors charge stores a price. And, you know. They, they figure they, out what they the market in yeah. their area was. And they kind of introduced that to try to create more competition between, to allow game stores to compete with each other. More in denser environments, and like it's mixed, you know, you people have different feelings on it. I don't own a game store, so I, I'm not the right person to ask. Um, as a consumer, it's largely fine, it has resulted in the cost of magic going up some, but that was going to happen anyway at some point. I mean, because you look at like what how, happened
0: to Pokemon cards,
2: during yeah, the I
0: pandemic, mean, and it, basically anything it's just
2: it's hard to say if they had maintained an msrp if it had actually really stopped the price of cards from going up and like the core magic sets like the set that's coming out in a in a few weeks uh, wilds of eldraine the pricing on it's fine it's like four bucks for booster packs which is what you'd expect to pay like it's it's not it's not a big deal The pricing on one-off products, not one-off really, because it's going to be in print for a while, but the Lord of the Rings stuff was higher priced because it has that sort of Tolkien tax on it. And then they Mm -hmm. put out a set recently called Commander Masters. It's crazy overpriced. It's a set of fully of reprints. So not new cards, but cards reprinted with new art in some cases. But it was a lot of cards that are very popular for the Commander format, which is arguably the most popular format of Magic the Gathering now, which is a casual multiplayer format. And people buy – you only buy one copy of each card for your decks because decks only contain one of each card. And so it leads to um, prices on popular cards getting very up there. And so reprint sets like Commander Masters are there to kind of help. The problem is that distributors were charging – and I don't know what WotC was charging distributors. Distributors were charging so much fucking money that we're talking like $350 is the price that stores were charging for a box of boosters, which is just like –
1: Jeez. Those are
2: that's like four three times more what usually you would pay for the same amount of cards yeah so it's just a poorly priced set i played in a draft of it which is very fun drafting for a commander multiplayer game is a lot of fun i played in a draft of it at one of the stores i really like this past week because they were only charging um 28 bucks to draft which is super cheap for this set because the store owner's like i don't i hate it i want it gone this sucks and stores (laughs) the problem is that nobody players are going this is way too fucking expensive i'm not buying this i'll just wait till the single prices come down from from stores opening the packs yeah and so stores are sitting with all this product on their shelves and it's like it's kind of a mess it's it's a real miss after the lord of the rings set did so well anyway i say all that as a as a preface to Lorcana's pricing is buck wild off the bat because it of the the you know the, like you were saying, or I think someone was saying, like taking advantage of Disney adults is just D. Yeah. Um especially yeah. Oh, totally. when I didn't I didn't use those who...
0: exact words, but they were implied in
2: what I was saying. I mean for that's sure. it's
1: it's <laughs> it's accurate. I mean yeah, it's
2: it... and you're you're yeah. also talking about people who haven't played card trading card games before. Yeah, totally. So yeah. Yeah. And uh,
0: maybe and there is a good chance that there there is a large amount a significant amount of them will get into Lorcana and play it and then there is a, another significant amount who are just going to buy the cards and go ooh pretty yeah, oh, yeah. and it's I mean, to good. be yeah.
1: fairly like, looking at the art it's like it is really beautiful art Gorgeous. Yeah. that they've that they've done here and yep. as somebody that also in the same that is in the same um place as you Pat where it's like I grew up with these movies I I watched them so much when I was younger and so there is like this like little gut part of you where I'm looking at it and I'm like, art is really pretty though. Oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> like at MSRP, I want to buy quite a bit of this game, not like hundreds and hundreds of dollars of it. But, you know, I would probably buy like a booster box and 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 all the starters or something, um, which is not like insane money. Um, it's a it's a lot. It's more than you spend on a typical video game. But uh, yeah, it's not like crazy. A couple hundred bucks. Um And the MSRP for the packs is six bucks a pack. It's a little, it's on the high end, but it's what you would pay. Like Lord of the Rings packs were like six, seven bucks. So it's Mm -hmm. understandable. It's not a deal breaker. The starter decks are 18 bucks MSRP, which is pretty fine. It's pretty typical in the 15 to 20 range for any card game, like new player product. Um, So all that's fine. Um, But then some of these places, like they're selling this Illumineers trove, and it's uh it comes with eight booster packs, I want to say, and like a box to put them in. and TCG player is charging one hundred and seventy six dollars for it <sighs> um,
0: are they is this like a major online real TCG retailer? player is the
2: major online retailer of trading oh, card game okay. products and also recently had some union busting stuff going on. so fuck TCG oh. player for uh, numerous reasons. but, their Lurcana prices are pretty uh indicative of a lot of places. They're charging fifty dollars per starter box, starter pack. Those mm-hmm. are normally eighteen bucks. Their booster boxes are going for around three hundred dollars. So that's about three times what they normally would
0: go for. I think I saw um, people from Gen Con saying they were selling the stuff that they got there on yep. eBay for like five to eight hundred dollars for like the Yeah, the- so Yeah,
1: I saw that there was a like that at Gen Con there was is
2: and there always, always like a huge like that there's but... a
1: huge you know run to get oh, these cards
2: yeah and if you think that gen con the d23 promos um oh, the God. mickey mouse d23 promos are going from on tcg player they're listing them at 1500 oh, um this is one card this is a single card um and and i was seeing people in the disc in a discord i joined talking about selling theirs for four to five thousand dollars one card mm-hmm. one mickey mouse one mickey mouse that comes in a starter deck but it has a little D23 promo thing at the bottom, the promo one. That's the only difference. It's not alternate art or
1: anything. I I just went on to TCG Player, and I was just like, what's the highest... I I sorted from high to low for Lurkana. Um, Let's see, there's... They say the market price for the D23 Expo promo set from last year, and that is Um, $12,000. And then just Elsa... Uh, is their market price is listed as uh two thousand dollars? I'm and seeing a
2: graded mint ten, and they're slabbed, so they're in like the the yeah the airtight the, grading on eBay for hundred and twenty five thousand dollars for a set of all six of them. Um, taking advantage of Disney adults, it's it is easy it's money. true. And well, I,
1: like, I I feel like this is the perfect time. I mean, maybe this is just um you know like my bias for for my childhood but i feel like especially if like for the people who grew up specifically during the disney renaissance so like people who are just like Mm -hmm. a little bit older than me versus and people who are like a bit younger than me where it's like you're in your early 30s you have some level of disposable income and they're suddenly going like hey you guys like Lilo and Stitch? And it's like, yeah, I do. And it's well, like, okay, do you want to pay this much money for a Lilo for Ohana
0: a means card? family, and, like,
2: and family means not like- charging someone $800 <laughs> for a Lorcana starter set. I mean, and, and it's it like, don't get me wrong, some of these cards, like I was flipping through, I looked at every card yesterday in the card gallery. They have a really good companion app, at least mm-hmm. in terms of the card. It doesn't have a deck builder, which it should, but has has a card gallery that's really nice, and you can track your collection in it. And like, I got like mildly emotional because I hit next at one point and um and found a treasure planet card and was like, holy shit, they put treasure planet in this? Like that's one of my all-time favorite movies. Um and and they're like pretty deep cuts. And and that was like, wow, that I'm 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 really, really into that. I am not (laughs) spending $175 $175 for a booster packs into that though, frankly. Yeah. Um, and it's it's problematic. And like looking at singles prices, like typically for a Magic the Gathering single, um, for like commons, you're looking at 30 cents for a card, usually. Um the commons for Lorcana on TCG Player anyway are selling for a dollar a piece. The uncommons are selling for a couple bucks. Um, I'm seeing uncommons for like seven, eight dollars, mm. which are not. I mean, I spend per card that on magic all the time, but it's for rares and for more in demand cards. The fact that like very simple, like there is a card that it's just like a simple little do damage to a creature or to a to a character, and it's ninety five cents. That's crazy. Okay. The There's game, like four of those. The in game the is starter an- deck
0: out yet, right?
2: No, it comes out on yeah. Friday, um, right? So, so,
0: like, I imagine like all these prices are going to fluctuate wildly. Uh, well, they will, it and out. it's an
2: interesting staggered release because Friday it comes out in hobby stores, okay, and that it's that is also a whole. There's some stores that are charging insane amounts. Some stores charge the MSRP for pre order pricing and sold out in five or ten minutes after yeah. they opened pre orders, and are honoring those. I'm going to try to go on Saturday. There's this my kind of one of my favorite stores to play card games at, play magic at. They have a 60 person. They're a really cool store. They have a 60 person event because that's how many starters they got okay. and boosters. So they're allocating all of their product to having this event. It's $35 for, per person and you get an $18 booster pack and two six or an $18 starter deck and two $6 booster packs. So you're paying an extra $5 for like the event, which it yeah. has promos and prize support. So it's basically yeah. MSRP. It's a really good deal. It's sold out really fast, but they're opening a wait list um, on Saturday for people who drop. So you just have to show up like right when the wait list opens and then you have a chance to go. So I'm going to, I'm going to go and see. And if I'm going to hang out and play magic and if mm-hmm. there, nobody drops, then cool. Yeah.
1: Worst case scenario, um, you get to play magic. So it's yeah. Like,
2: oh. um, and, uh, but then on September 1st, it comes out at your Best Buys and Targets and Walmarts, mm-hmm. and like it comes out on at major stores. What the product allocations look like is really up in the air. It could be that they only printed enough that it's going to these prices are just going to go up. Like there's sure. every possibility. It's hard to say for sure what's going to happen.
0: So, anyway, it would be I no, mean, I know board game uh, stuff is very tricky and the whole, like production, the manufacturing mm-hmm. and like supply line stuff. It's for expensive. Yeah. It, it's expensive. Mm-hmm. It's very uh, in flux, especially like the pandemic was very, very bad things. I, I, I think it's supply... kind of evened out, but I know like Kickstarter <clears throat> stuff, they have also deal dealt with just just, Not not Ravensburger in particular, just Kickstarter in general. They often run into supply line issues and getting things made and keeping things in stock because it's so difficult for these things. You'd think maybe a card game would be easier to keep in stock, but and like it's Disney. We're gonna need a lot. There's gonna be a lot of interest. We want to keep this stuff pumping because it's like the the PlayStation and Xbox stuff, like new console comes out, Nintendo, same thing. New console comes out, they sell out immediately and then they they're scalped and that's money Sony or Microsoft could be making that they're not. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, you know, it's just in their best interest to keep pumping that stuff out as much as they can. Hopefully they can do it so people aren't getting taken advantage of. Yeah, uh, Allison, you were going to say something.
1: Oh no, 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 just, just yeah, no. I, I think that there is still like that supply chain is on them is on the mend, but it's still like not one hundred percent. So it, it's just yeah. It, it, but you do want to, especially right out the gate, make sure that people can buy stuff. But also, if they're only allocating a handful of these to sixty of these to to a, a, a single store, it's like. Uh, it's 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 hard it's uh, hard to say how this will go. Sixty is
0: like, I mean that's a lot of that's a lot of product for like a brand new thing and yeah, like you know they, it takes up shelf space and you know to get people yeah, into the I, store and whatnot. Like I think that's a pretty good like allocation for a single store, assuming I don't know like the size of the store versus like another store, or, like a smaller store, bigger it store. It's pretty.
2: they I mean it's it's like big. Is it boxer? It, no, no, no. It's okay. not as, not quite as big as Mox. It's, okay. Uh, it's called it's a store called Zulu's. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, great store. But, so they, but they're like, also... They are definitely like a... Pre, they are a premium hobby store in the sense that, like, it is a very nice location. Yeah. They serve food and drinks. They mm-hmm. have been in business for quite a long time. It, it is not as big as Mox, but it is a... a, it's a
0: similar of, type of
2: place. Similar operate. Okay. I have ordered Magic cards online and picked them up from Zulu's before. Okay. Sort of yeah. So, like... Um,
0: that compared to like your local game store that your friend owns or whatever versus like mocks well, like what well, is the what is the like distribution i'm not saying
2: you know or anything i don't know i'd be curious i what would the say distribution
0: too, of pieces is between those. yeah
2: it's different different game stores like i you know game stores that i play at yeah i don't know it's it's a there's a lot of different different yeah. levels of. I would assume that they're pretty they're roughly equivalent to one another. Um, that that everybody's right, yeah. getting similar amounts. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be my my guess. Uh, but I don't know for sure.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, and and I don't. It is. I will say it is expensive to print this stuff. And Ravensburger is a large company, but they could also bankrupt themselves if they print a shitload of this product and then it doesn't sell. For yeah. example, like Fantasy Flight uh their last trading card game was a star wars trading card game that was pretty good um i i was i bought a lot of it i was a pretty big fan of it um it came out before i moved here and before we did the podcast and stuff and the first set huge supply issues like demand was through the roof people bought it like crazy the next set they printed a ton of product hobby stores ordered a ton of product and sat for there. whatever reason, it just didn't sell as well. Sat there, still can find it sitting on shelves, and then it, the game died a year or so later. So it's just it's it's very and Fantasy Flight took enormous hits yeah. then uh, based on that, and and laid people off and stuff. Um, so it's always hard to, to gauge this stuff. You would think you know this is a huge Disney being huge thing, and then when you add in the aspect of like you have to there is a certain degree of playing with the... You don't want to tank the value of single cards, because then collectors get upset, and you want them to yeah. keep buying the game. Mm. That's something magic has grappled with for its entire existence. So anyway, all the stuff I preface with, like, that whole situation is bad. But um, using the 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 wonders of modern technology uh, and Tabletop Simulator, um, you can actually play this game um, and not spend shitloads of money on it. Uh, you should still... It's a card game. Card games are meant to be played in paper tabletop simulator. A lot of people just go, "Well, would I would never buy the game. I can just play it on tabletop simulator." I think There's, that's a bad mentality. Um, but you literally can't buy the game right now, and the pricing being what it is, it's I, I, you know, playing it on TTS is is a lot of fun. And um, the game, I, I I was hoping that it would end up being kind of a lackluster game, so I wouldn't have to care about it. But it turns out, I think it's actually quite good. Um, so it is, um, it's got some similarities to both, uh, ma it's very similar to magic in a lot of ways. Um, all card games are pretty much, uh, and then it has a little bit of, uh, flavor, like a, a little bit of similarities to like Yu-Gi-Oh! And, um, and even Pokemon a little bit. In I there sacrifice
0: too. my stitch to summon, uh, <laughs> blue eyes, white Simba.
2: Um, it, what it, it's I think that's so, I
1: think you mean Kimba. Uh if it's <laughs> white Simba.
2: Um, Sorry. <laughs> um so it uses a resource system similar to magic, uh, which is the big the like the thing that sucks about, in my opinion, one one person's opinion about Yu Gi Oh, Hearthstone, Legends Rune Terra. The way that resources work in those games, at least Yu-Gi-Oh! has like sacrifice summons and stuff. That's slightly more interesting. But Hearthstone, Legendary Terra, they they act like resources are a problem to solve and just make it into a very basic system of you get one more every turn. And there's very and that's just you're throwing out like a huge chunk of the depth from Magic the Gathering when you simplify the resource system like that. And so, what I lo- one of the things I like about Lorcana is it doesn't do that. Instead, um, some cards, most cards, I think, but uh, they have a little um, like icon around their cost in the upper left that's like a swirl. You can put those cards face down into your inkwell, to and then they become. Position. Well, no. Once you put them face down into your inkwell, they're done. They don't come back. They're gone. That's that. There is no play face cards you're, face so down you're, like
0: a You are not activating a trap card
2: no, I hate trap cards. I think they suck. I think the concept sucks. Um, uh, you, uh, so you show your opponent what you're doing with the card, like what card it is to make sure you, you can do it. And then you put it down in the inkwell, and then you exhaust those cards. Like you would lands in magic, the gathering to play, pay costs for cards. There is not a concept of like, um, mana having colors like it does in magic. You can tap any ink card that you've got to pay for any cost, but, um, When you build your deck, you can only play with two different colors of cards in your deck, um, two or less. So uh, it still has a sort of color pie system like Magic the Gathering to limit what you can play, what different kinds of cards you can put together in a deck. So then you can play these cards and they have the ink has to dry, which is like summoning sickness and magic. You can't use the character card the turn you play it um, unless it has a like ability that lets you do it. And then um, there's also item cards, which you can use right away, and those are persistent and stay on the, the game board. And then there's action cards, which are like a one-time effect, uh, and those are played and then go away. And then there's also um, song cards, which are cards that instead of paying the ink cost for them, you can exhaust one of your characters to pay for pay. the cost of the song. You They're pay The pay the,
0: the, ar- the artist a royalty and you can sum the song. <laughs>
2: Uh, they're singing this. The idea, so you like, if the song costs five, it might have sing four on it, and then if you have a four cost character exhaust, then you can play the card without paying the five cost, um, which is a fun little mechanic. And then there's also stuff like there's an aerial, there's aerial on human legs, which is a really funny name for card. She can't sing, for example. Um, she has, oh, because you know,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: and the aerial, uh, the mermaid aerial can sing at a higher strength than her card cost. Cause like singing is like her thing. Um, so the, there's little nods like that that are fun. Um, and then the, what's interesting is that characters have power toughness. Basically they're called like strength and willpower, I think, but it's like power toughness and magic. Um, but then they also have a lore value, which is different. And it's a certain number of pips and, the way you win the game is by exhausting characters to gain lore so you exhaust and then um you get a point you get lore points based on they go on a quest is what it's called and they get you get lore points based on their lore pips and it's interesting because you're trying to get up to 20 lore instead of reduce your opponent from 20 life to 0 and it flips magic on its head because the you can only the other thing you can do with a character when you exhaust is challenge a character um which is like attacking them but you can only challenge characters that are exhausted so as long as a character is ready they're generally safe from opponent's characters unless some card effect lets them do it um so it's it's kind of interesting cuz it's like well i can my mickey has 3 lore pips so i can get 3 lore by exhausting but then they're open for attacks from my opponent's captain hook who has challenger which gives them a bonus to their power when they're challenging. Because when you when a character challenges, they still exchange damage like they would in Magic. So the challenged character deals its damage to the challenging character as well. Um, and then the other unique thing is that damage is persistent on the characters. So it, you put damage counters on the characters. It doesn't go away at the end of the turn like it does in Magic. Uh, so you can work down an opponent's creature over time, but you're... Potentially committing extra cards and resources to doing it if it's powerful um, there's also cool mechanics like shift where you can pay a reduced cost and be able to use a card right away if it's a more powerful version of an existing character on your board you can pay uh, a shift cost to put that card on top of the existing card so if you so like got becomes like, that
0: aerial and aerial with legs you could put out
2: yeah, I just not
0: to put out one of those, or
2: I don't think that they they have to say shift on the card. Okay. I don't believe I don't those know. two cards are shiftable, but that's the idea. Yes, um, and uh, and so yeah, it's there's I think that the what I find really interesting about it and why I'm I'm very interested to play it alongside of Magic is it is the big thing that it's missing from Magic is it doesn't have ways to interrupt your opponent's turn. So there are no magic has, uh, and this is typically the biggest difficulty for new players. Magic has a priority system where anytime you do something, if your opponent has an instant or flash spell or many of the abilities that are activatable on their cards, they have the opportunity to do them. Um, and like it's something you express, Andre, finding frustrating in arena is like you you have to you have to pass the priority. Um and uh It was that just can very obnoxious what it players.
0: was like they're putting out a one one. Do you want to destroy it right now? I'm like, no, I don't Just please.
2: Yeah. I mean there's a way you can you can pass there's a button you can press mm. so that it won't ask you again for the rest of the turn. Um, but you shouldn't press it. You should just get you should just get over it and click resolve. Yeah, yeah. So was, that so that yeah you can't stop it. it. Was, but oh but the point is, Lorcana is, I think, more friendly to newer players because it doesn't have that kind of back and forth interaction. It's just you play your turn and then I play my turn. Um, and I think I like that more than having trap cards, which is what Hearthstone and Yu-Gi-Oh does, because I, th- I think trap cards just sort of suck. I think the concept is not... Like, I have a hidden thing that I'm going to do is it's one thing if it's hiding in your hand and there's constant back and forth priority being passed, but I just, I don't, I don't know how to explain it. I just don't like that mechanic. And so I like that Lorcana avoids that, but what you do have to think about and what I do like about Lorcana is that you have to really think ahead because there's so many card effects. Like it is not the card effects are more complex in my opinion than what you get in a hearthstone or even Legends of Runeterra is pretty, I think it's they're pretty on par. I think Legends of Runeterra has, has a fair bit of complexity to it. Um, but, you know, you have cards that will um, do things like um, Moana, for example, will, uh, when you quest with her, you can ready all of your other princesses. And like cards that have the card text princess. um, So you can quest with with like say Minnie Mouse and Aurora. Get your lore counters from them. And then you can quest with Moana and ready them. So that then they're safe from being attacked. Or you could then use them to attack someone. They can't quest again when you ready them with her. It's on her text. But um, typically they can cards that let you ready cards only let you quest once per turn, but it creates this interesting sequencing question. And then it's also like, well, what do I think they have that they're going to play? Do I think they have a, like, will I lose my character if I quest with them? Cause they'll attack them next turn. So you really have to set those turns up kind of in advance. And, um, a lot of the cards have very interesting text that, uh, When you throw that on the pile, it's it makes for a lot of interesting back and forth, even though there's not ways to interrupt your opponent's turn. Um, So and you have to think ahead a lot because there's not really a way to stop your opponent from winning if they have ready characters that can quest and win them the game. There's no interrupts for that. So you really have to be on it and think about like, what are they going to play down the line to? Um, So I think that's really interesting. It also contains a lot of like mechanics from magic, like ramp where you can find ways to increase your resource generation faster. Um, It has like bounce mechanics where you can like control mechanics. You can return opponents cards, to their hands and stuff. Um, And so you can generate tempo and things like that. And like card advantage matters because you're thinking about like, well, if I'm, am I going to attack with two characters and lose them to get rid of this one Simba or whatever? So I think it, I think it has a lot of depth. I think it's a lot of fun. And I think, um, I hope that the pricing stabilizes because I think it's a really good opportunity for new players to get into card games in a way that is more feels more fresh I guess than like Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh. Um Pokemon is is um, Both, like all a,
0: of the major card games from the outside seem so impenetrable for a new player. Obviously there are ways in mm-hmm. like you know when I got into Yu-Gi-Oh, there were like Four expand, four booster sets or something. Now I, yeah, who, who knows? And I don't even know what cards yeah. are available, you know. Um, but just yeah, like I Pokemon, into... I don't know what cards are legal anymore. But I think about how many. Like I got, I got like the first set of Pokemon cards, and then now they're, I would be crushed under the weight of just a single version of each of the cards.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like I'm vaguely, um, like, part of me is is interested in in learning more about stuff like magic and things, but it's it's even even like decades ago when I was still in like high school and I knew people who were into it. I was like, this is overwhelming, and
2: yeah, like
1: it, it's it's hard. You know, it's it'd be nice to have more of like a an inroads to like okay, I I don't know.
2: Yeah, I really can't stress enough that like not getting not playing Magic because there's so many cards is almost like saying like, well, I could never read I could never read the Lord of the Rings because there's too many words in it or any book. Like I, there's a lot of cards, but you, you truly do not need to know even 1% of them to have a working knowledge of how the game is played and and enjoy it. I've that was always a barrier for me. And the reason I was able to get into it so hardcore this time is because I came to realize that it's not that there's all these cards that you have to learn. It's that there's essentially an infinite number of possible things you can do. And all you have to learn to do is search with um, Scryfall, just like the database of cards, which takes 10 minutes to learn Like the syntax. It's very easy to use. It's like Google kind of. Um, and then you can just, you can go... I think I want to make a deck where I have a bunch of snakes and then you can just go to Scryfall and find the snakes and and then you're looking at a set of maybe 150 cards that are all snakes and uh-huh. and and so that is something that I think is um it I see why people feel that way and feel like it's intimidating but it you know it's it's really like any hobby it's like you know i would never want to get into um i i don't know like bird watching cuz there's so many kinds of birds how could i ever see them all is like it's that's not a realistic goal in the first place so like well
1: i i feel like the difference between like that in books versus the versus card games is that there's that competitive element where it feels like like oh i could go to a card shop and suddenly people will be like Oh, you don't know X Card? Like, what an idiot! Versus, like, oh, this is a book I series I haven't read before, but you know, I, I know how I could jump into it.
2: Yeah, I don't think I. Th- I think I think there's a lot of assumptions that that's how it goes, but it really doesn't anymore. And I mean, different shops yeah. are different, but there's so many products that and ways like um, new player focused kinds of events and things like that that it's it. It's really, but what I, the point I was going to make is that the big thing that you will, that will cause you to fail and the big struggle that is related to that is if you don't have people to play with who you already know and like, then you're probably going to have a very hard time because, yeah, it's like I getting way back into it. Um, I knew how to play from a kid being a kid, but I don't, didn't know a lot of magic cards. I knew maybe a hundred of them out of the 25,000 or whatever, but I have friends who, a few friends that kind of got into it heavily with me at the same time. And then a couple friends that have been playing it for a very long time and have a lot of that knowledge. And they'll go, Oh, you should, you should, you should take a look at this card. Oh, you like, if you like this deck, you should take a look at this card. It might be useful for you or whatever. That's a hugely beneficial thing. So having a play group is really important and what i'm interested to see with lorcana is will those play groups develop or will it primarily be a collectors game where it's you know Sicko's adults are just buying life. the cards and cuz like that's the thing with pokemon is it kids play pokemon but it is hard to find events that are where you wouldn't feel weird as an adult playing. Cause even though adults drive the sales of those games, they're mostly just collecting them and putting them in binders and,
0: and not just sending them the to the Weta or whatever to get them graded.
2: Yeah. Right. Um so yeah, it'll be interesting to see if that continues with Lorcana and or if it actually becomes a a more playable game. I do think personally that the game part of Lorcana is more interesting than pokemon to me. Um sure. not that pokemon is bad, but uh I think that lurkana has more um more places it could go design-wise um than than maybe pokemon has left. Uh so, yeah. Well, I don't know. We'll see. Uh I think it's probably the big reason why I think if you're an adult looking to get into card games that Magic is still the way to go, even over something like Lorcana. Is also the number of resources that exist for getting into the game, like learning the game. There's yeah. so much content out there for helping you start playing. Um, which you know, Lorcana is a lot more making decks in Lorcana is already like interesting, but. You there's just not as much data out there to help you understand what
0: is sure. good. And what you know, is it's it's not room for like frustration. Pe- people have been playing it, but like it needs to come out so people can start doing that theory crafting, and more people get their hands on it. But I, I have no idea that it's it's the you know the playtesting thing. Like you just need more eyes and minds on it, working on it to like figure out. But who knows? Uh, I'm sure there'll be. If they, you know, get to do a few years, I'm sure it'll be a very interesting proposition. Uh,
2: Yeah, yeah, I think it just needs it needs that uh, push for people to actually play it. Um, There's I saw one of my friends um, who I played a few games with yesterday uh, was saying that the store near him, they are only it's a little overpriced, but it's not as bad as some of the places and they're only letting you... So you Basically, you buy into their league for, like, 50 bucks, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and that gets you a starter and a couple booster packs. And then every two weeks, people playing in the league can buy two more booster packs. So you have okay. to be a member of the league. And you have to be showing up to play mm-hmm. in order to buy packs. Which... It's still they're overpr they're they're pricing the stuff a little bit high in my opinion, but it's still kind of a cool way to make sure it gets into the hands of people that actually want to play yeah, it, instead yeah, of that's... just collectors. Uh, so yeah,
0: yeah, that that yeah. is a good way to do things and ensure people are like good for the health of the game.
2: There also is a very real possibility that they printed a fuckload of this game. And it will hit targets in Walmart's and Best Buys, and be I'm I am sure that it will still sell extremely well and not be a failure. But that you will be able to in a month you'll be finding yeah in a month you'll be able to walk into a hobby store even if it's prices or stock is is getting swept up in. In big box stores, you'll be able to go to your local hobby shop and they'll have product on the shelf just like because they don't have like the place I go buy comic books from also sells magic and people play magic there. And um, it's a great store, very small. They don't list product online. I mean, you can go in there and find stuff that is sold out other places pretty regularly because they don't, you know, they don't have a big online market where you can see what they have in stock. Interesting though, interesting game. Uh, All right. You have TTS and a person to play with. I text, recommend text
0: to speech Lorcana. Yep. Um. Well, Allison, you were not here last week, and you wrote a review.
1: Yeah. Um. Uh, so I re- I wrote a review for uh the game uh Zombie Soup, which just came out. Um. Uh, it's a brand new. Indie game from, I believe, a Malaysian developer. Um, and it's a top-down um, twin-stick shooter. And it's solid. It's it's one of those games where I feel like I'm hoping to see more from this team. Because I think they definitely have potential. But there are certain elements where it, it kind of falls a little flat. Um, so we'll we'll see. It's it's basically um uh it, it, the the game is very um it, it's 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 a twin stick shooter but it doesn't have any of the kind of roguelike elements that a lot of games in that genre might have right now. Um so you're kind of moving through these different environments and you run into boss fights and so on. And and the core gameplay is pretty fun. It's just that there's um a very steep difficulty curve that comes out of absolutely nowhere. Where the first, the first like part of the game I'm playing it, I'm like, oh, this is this is fine, this is super easy, like this is kind of boring. And then suddenly you hit the third boss, and it's like it wrecks you, and you go, oh, okay. Well, I guess I can't just be. I have to, I have to get good, as it were. Um, so. That that was fun. There's just a lot of, um... Uh, th- there are a number of, like, little bugs in there, which aren't, you know, terrible, but once I was doing a boss fight against two bosses at once, and one of them just uh, despawned out of nowhere, and I'm Love like... to see it. Where you go? Where you go? And I felt I had been doing so well in that particular thing, and I had to restart, and I was, I was bummed. Um... And some of the writing, they trying to be humorous, but like the, they'll, they'll say something and then it's like, oh, was that supposed to be a joke or is that, is that, is that supposed to be funny? But where's the joke? And, right,
0: There's you like, know, the setup and no punchline or something.
1: Right. Or they just say something and it's like, like, oh, you're, you're saying it like it is a joke, but it's not, you know, that like you're, You're having, like, they have a character um, who's called MC Skull, and I was very excited for him because he's a skull that wears sunglasses and has a big cigar. I'm like, (laughs) I love the vibes. The vibes are immaculate. But then he'd say something, and I'm like, is that supposed to be a joke? Because you're kind of like, here is, like, the comic relief guy, but you don't really have the comic or the relief.
0: I'm looking at the Steam page for this, and I sort of get, like, mid-2000s, cartoon network or nickelodeon yeah, exactly. I, kind of vibes from see, it
1: see i my the thing that i i thought for the art style was very like jimmy neutron
0: yeah there's there's that weird that's that's the vibe i got movie. where
1: it's like weird early 3d it kind of looks gross but like you're kind of wondering if that's intentional and yeah. there's a lot of like cool style in in some of in some of like the ui elements and the the bosses are are generally well designed. It's uh, it just gets pretty repetitive n- near the end or near it, and and at a certain point, uh, there they, they didn't feel like there was any real point to fighting the kind of mobs except for getting currency, which you already had like too much of. So I would just like dodge roll my way through all <laughs> of them. Because <laughs> I was just like, I don't want to do this anymore. Um, but then also the the stamina is very um unforgiving because you'll be trying to dodge roll a few things in a boss fight and then suddenly you have zero stamina and then that comes back so slowly, and you're like, Why are you doing this to me? Um So it's 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 I think you know, there's definite potential, and I know that they've been working on this game for a long time, and it's very much an indie title. So I don't want to be like too hard on it because I think there's there's something there. It's just it's not either going to, uh, you know, perfect any of the twin stick shooter type things or, uh, or um you know, do anything particularly new or interesting with it, which is kind of a shame, but it's, I, I I enjoyed, you know, a certain part of it to the point where I was just like part way through and I'm like, I just want to be done. But part (laughs) of that might've also been because I was writing it for review and I was like, I'm kind of, I'm kind of over this game, but it's, it's, I, I, I like a kind of twin stick shooter. So it was, it was, i I wished it was a little bit better, but it was there was definitely some fun stuff in there as well
0: all yeah. right, so it's a zombies uh your review up on Nintendo World Report yep, all right
1: I'm working on another one that i I told them I'm like I need a little bit more time we're gonna be talk- about so that I can play our next game where we're what we're gonna be talking about yeah. but i i have i'm I'm working on the review for the um, very very slowly, for the new uh, Rune Factory Three remake. So it'll be okay. fun to do that.
0: All right. Well, uh, indeed we we do have a game that we talked about last week, but you were not here for that discussion. No. Uh, and we are all in vastly different places with this game. We are. Yeah. Uh, I have done nothing this week but play this game uh baldur's gate 3 i have been like it's it's a problem like i need i need to finish it so i can like be be done with it and just have it out of my life like that's how bad it's taken i, I am enjoying it i am loving my time with it but i'm ringing
2: endorsements i
0: i need to finish it so i can not have it consuming me Uh, I have 81 hours of playtime since it came out last week, and I had, like, five from Early Access. (laughs) Uh, so yeah, most of that is actually playing. Maybe, like, an hour or two is, like, not at the keyboard. Uh, but I am, like, in Act 3, I am near the end of the game. Uh, there, There are a lot of different paths and things I have left to do, but... Uh, it there there is a lot going on, but I I am curious, Allison. What has been your experience in the world of Feyrune? Uh, with yeah, it, weird it's something that I really
1: <laughs> something that I've been I've been really enjoying so far. Um, as as some, I think one of the first things I mentioned in our uh Discord chat about it was how much it gave me. Dragon Age Origins vibes um which is very much inspired by you know the old Baldur's Gate games and things like that so uh Dragon Age Origins is one of my favorite games ever made I've played a stupid number of hours of that game and so having a having a game that has uh interesting RPG elements different choices and then also I'm I love all these characters so much so far it, it's just it's very very satisfying um to play this i i think that i need to mostly kind of rewrap my mind around the combat because i feel like a lot of the things that i choose normally choose to do or make you know work in a game uh don't always work here uh I mean, in a lot of RPGs, but especially something like Pokemon, I'm like the only move set that if it doesn't I need do
0: damage. Is... I don't want it. <laughs>
1: the only stat I care about lowering is the HP, <laughs> and um, you know, I need to uh, kind of rethink about some of those things. So um, I I feel like I'm constantly going like, oh, i I I wish I had more. Spell slots, and I wish I had more. Yeah, things that I could do, um, but it's just ma- making me kind of think about that a little bit more. Uh, I'm
0: is very uh, characteristic of Larian's combat, at least for like the Divinity games, and coming into Baldur's Gate from those, it definitely wants you to be mindful and. Um, deliberate with your choices mm-hmm. which is hard when you get into a like you're in a conversation and a role goes bad and you don't have any inspiration points to re it and then suddenly you're in combat and you're like uh, ooh, I wasn't expecting this yeah I,
1: there's there's, some, there's a specific combat encounter that I'm looking to go back to later because I was like I don't think there's i have really anyway because i'm in because basically um and it's funny that you've you've played so much and i you i don't think you've seen this one because it's uh uh, oh yeah if it's um, in
0: the mountain pass then i have no it's in the mountain
1: pass area i went up there
0: and i had a a story moment so there was the the game is weird it gives you kind of this moment where it's like you could do it this way or you can go this way and it makes it sort of seem like a uh what is it? Uh, Witcher two thing where it's like maybe gonna di- diverge the story, but it doesn't actually. You can do both areas apparently. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And
1: in fact, I a of people... I went
0: a lot. Mm-hmm. I a lot of people I think have felt like I did, but then I was like, oh wait, I can go up there and do stuff. But then I I went to go enter the monastery, and I had a little story thing that basically prompted me to be like, hey, you shouldn't do this. Uh, like a narrative thing uh which was cool. Oh yeah yeah yeah. And so I was like, you know what? I'm good. I'm gonna I'm going to heed the the warning and I'm not gonna not gonna mess with it. Which and... is which is
1: probably fair because I there there gets to be a point where the like the only thing I can see is um make a choice that everybody except Lazelle is gonna hate mm-hmm. or get into a combat scenario from this from this conversation like i there's no way to persuade out of it or be like hey maybe you should not um do that or it, it's just like oh either it, it, you get into this combat and yeah. um if, if like the i i tried it twice and the first time i had it i had like really bad initiative roles mm-hmm. and then like before I could even fight like my everybody was in like very dagger strength so I was like, oh, yeah, maybe this is not my favorite um I maybe I need to come back to this later, but also I love I you know for thinking about things differently, I love um n- just how many options there are especially even in, in like combat to do things and how all of these I, all of these options can work on things like bosses um yep. because i uh yesterday was like oh, this, this boss is annoying i don't like doing it i do i want to go back but i don't know if, if i can get experience so i i kind of Googled like, is there any tips for this fight? And I'm like, well, you could just like shove her off a cliff. And you're like, you know, and and it worked. And and it's just like, well, there, there we go. That 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 boss fight
0: is done. Pushing people off cliffs, or because I just shoved that is definitely a way you can go.
1: Because I just shoved her off a cliff, and I'm like, well, boss fights done. Uh, I don't get all of the. Loot I might otherwise have, but other than that, uh, that that was, <laughs> that was that was very exciting to realize. Oh, I can just push you off of a cliff.
0: Um, yeah, I, they don't do a good job of like teaching you things like that. I feel like. Um, yeah, I
1: feel like I've a lot of the stuff that I've learned with specifically combat and with various options and things. Um, I've had to to Google and yeah. had to see. Okay, here's a way that you can approach a, a battle, or here's a way that you can approach um, things. I, on the one hand, I like that the game you, you get right into it right away. Yes. So it's it doesn't feel like it's over tutorializing, which I feel like with how many systems there are, you very well could have this be like a Persona 5 situation where you're like 10 hours in and you're like, when am I going to get out of the (laughs) tutorial? You know? Yeah. (laughs) And so, so I was like, uh, I, I, on the one hand, I appreciate that. But on the other hand, I feel like there's a lot of stuff that I've had to really learn myself, which is not terrible. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I'm just, I'm still like, I've I've certainly not played anywhere near as many hours as you have, Andre. And I, but I still feel like I, I'm constantly learning more about oh, how this game yeah, works. That,
0: oh, there, I'm still there's a lot, and like I am, I'm not playing this game well. There is a lot more I could be, I could be making use of a lot more of the systems and abilities right. at my disposal. Um, yeah, I have no, not, I, I definitely I have get not built that. My party or my characters in like an optimized way. I haven't put too much thought into it, so...
1: Yeah, like I my... I
0: will eventually replay this game. Uh, I don't know if it'll be soon or down the road, but I will... It'll be a very a lot... different experience, for sure.
1: A lot of my strategies are, like, what if I set everybody on fire? So, you know... Valid.
0: Very, very valid. <laughs> I I should yeah. set more people on fire.
1: <laughs> I love setting people on fire. I, uh, I... My, my ranger character, um, at has new ability that i is now my my best friend for difficult fights which is it uh moves it has like a big area where spikes come out of the ground Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it both slows um like slows movement for anybody caught in it and then also causes damage i I had a very bad
0: experience with the this move um earlier this evening uh (laughs) i I used it i used this move uh it was very Uh effective it 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 helped me kill some enemies and, you know, did all that. And then after the fight, I went to go loot some corpses and my my main character tried to walk up to a corpse and loot it and wasn't touching the wall, but was close enough to trigger the damage and was low enough that it it knocked them down. I was like, okay, well, I'll save them. I'll pick them up. And then they got knocked down again. And they just, I couldn't get them out of the spot. So I was just standing oh. there and, and then pick up. And before I could move them, they would get damaged and knocked down again. Cause they get picked up with one health. And so I had to yeah. sit there for like three minutes waiting for the timer on this move to take down.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, there was a, there was a fight that I had to restart because of, um, the necrotic aura where suddenly, like everybody who like was was going on near, I think it was Gale. Because googling it, they're like oh, it's Gale, and I'm like fucking Gale. Um, but there's a, <laughs> um, but like some like there was just an area where I was like kept trying to like re, <coughs> re, um, revive everybody or or pick them back up, but it just everybody just kept dying, and I couldn't get figure my way out of it, and I'm like. I don't want to pay the money to revive them, so I'm going to go and restart this battle. But
0: uh, Yeah, it's only like 200 gold. And...
1: Yeah, it's not terrible. And it's like, I- I'm at the point where I've... Um,
0: I'm where seriously it's... hoarding items and weapons and gear, which I could be yes. selling, but it doesn't... Yeah. Like, the no, amount I... of gold that things cost versus what you get for selling does not feel good.
1: No, it doesn't. I I mean, I sell stuff... Uh, like like a lot of the weapons and stuff I hold, but that's just purely because I have the bad habit of only using my main character to pick up stuff. Mm-hmm. So then I keep getting over encumbered, and I'm like, God damn it, no! And then I try to send stuff over to people, and I'm like, Okay, you guys are just going to carry heavy weapons because I can't do this by myself. <laughs> but then, <laughs> but then I'll go and just sell a bunch of stuff because I'm like. I'm like uh I like but it's less for the money, and it's more for the uh stuff, but even but like also, I realized, um, I need to or I, like I don't know if they necessarily explained the shop system very well because I am pretty positive. I thought I but like the first two times I sold items at a shop, I didn't realize you had to manly, manually select what they were giving you. Um, so I'm pretty sure they, I was just like giving them these items uh, the, and they're like, all right, cool.
0: <laughs> You're
1: giving me all this whoops, shit. Yeah, that's great. That's, that's... And I'm like, oh, no. yeah, you'll,
0: you'll get plenty of gold as the game goes on. But
1: Yeah. yeah. And now, now I feel like I'm not really I, struggling. But... I,
0: so at one point I ended up in a prison cell and then it's put over like a, a weird thing on all my little icon over all my items at least for a bunch of them and then like mm-hmm. i don't have access to like half my gold for some reason even though it's in my inventory i don't know uh so that feels like a weird bug and i'm not loving it uh but yeah there's I've, a number I've of stuff where i'm like why is this gold. happening but yeah it it is uh there's a lot of bugs and it really shows when you get into act 2 and 3 because those weren't in early access and there's mm. a lot of stuff in Act One that wasn't in early access either, but uh it it really shows that like performance starts to take a hit. um I'm curious how that'll be on the steam deck
1: um, Yes, um the steam deck like perform- performance isn't bad um it's not only good. thing is that <laughs> some of the, some no, it's not good, and then also some of the textures look like absolute shit yeah um like some of the hair textures like it feels like they just put like a little f- weird little filter over them to give it texture it's very weird um
0: yeah. i did yeah. buy end up buying new ram to make this game run better and it worked no, I... it worked a little bit uh i still like get some slowdown stuff but it run it runs better
1: yeah i i I'm, i might like i'm i might need to like look for uh, some of the settings and see if I can tweak some of them on on deck. But at the same time, I'm like, uh, I understand that not every, like the, you know, I I paid $400 for this. So it's like, I know it's not going to run as well as like a high-end PC or anything, but there's a couple of times where I'm like, why does that look so bad? Um, So uh yeah so i i i need to do that but for other reasons i've been thinking about like what if i got like a good pc uh but now i'm playing this and i'm like what if i got a good pc though so it's
0: it's a choice that one could make uh much like pat's choice to restart the game
2: yeah so i was rapidly approaching a place where i just didn't like it um like it, it was it, it it was um so much of playing it got to feeling like a chore. It felt like I would walk ten steps in a direction and then oh now you're in a swamp full of traps and you hit the combat in this area and it's like two tree elementals, four like whatever like just like you've got eight enemies coming at you. All of each one individually is stronger than anyone in your party. Guess you went the wrong way. And it was just like, this is not fun. And I, that kept happening like every direction I would go in. And then people started saying like, well, you should just go to the goblin camp. And I'm like, well, why the fuck doesn't the game tell you just go to the goblin camp? Like why have all this stuff here? (laughs) If, if I'm not supposed to see it for another four hours Mm. Uh, and so, like a combination of that and the dialogue feeling really weird and not really clicking, um, and then like the the fact that the like once I got to the Goblin camp, I was like, "Oh boy, this is going to be a lot of work to get this stuff to to, to work out." And um, ultimately, like I've decided that. Um, I was rather than try to slam through playing an origin character, I was going to start over, um, and make a character of my own. Um, cause I didn't feel, I just didn't feel like connected to what was happening really. Um, and it's resulted in my biggest criticism of the game really being a, I think they should do a better job of explaining that. The ta- And I had turned down from tactician prior to getting frustrated. Um,
1: yeah.
2: A, I think they should tell you very firmly to play the game on balance the first time you play it. And that tactician is not... The wording they use for tactician is like, it's very challenging. It's only for people who are really experienced with tactical RPGs. And it's I am really sickos. experienced with tactical...
1: Right. <laughs> I
2: am really experienced with tactical RPGs. So my thought was like, well, to make this interesting, I should play tactician. It is it is for people who deeply understand the specific systems not just of 5e but of baldurs gate 3 yeah like it is they yeah. want you to have a very deep knowledge of um of that this game. system yeah and so i really think that they should explain that more <laughs> in that oh. difficulty some
1: of the way that they've some of the wording for certain things is kind of wild where uh like like i was start when i was starting to go to um the mountain pass stuff, and I, when you get to that point, um, it, it straight up tells you, like, "Oh, make sure you've tied up any of your loose ends." And I'm like, "Oh, so can I not go back
0: it's, here?" So it's, and then they're like, "Not that." Going, it's, no, it will. People will die. Side quests w- will advance, and you won't be able to meet certain characters anymore until later in the game. There are if you long rest at the l- wrong time, people will die. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, like. It, for yeah. example, there there is a I fight. I long
1: rest too much. I
0: <laughs> it, I mean so like I had a thing where it was late act 1 and um there was a guy uh who was like you got to you got to come help me, you got to save me uh like all telepathically. And then I long rested, like I did some stuff and I had a long rest. That dude was dead when I went back. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, oh shit, I didn't know That's I had why... that little time."
1: That's why, well, that's why I was like, um, I should probably, uh, shove this boss off of a cliff because I was like, I was like, it seems like this other character is a a lot of danger and I don't want that to be the case. Uh So I'm like, I'm think I'm going to try to choose this fight by shoving you off of Uh a cliff. Uh, And it, it worked out. So,
0: yeah.
1: Yeah, and it's like, on the one hand, like, I'm, like, don't always want them to be telegraphing all of this because I like, like, I'm trying, even though I am, due to a, a, an experience of the game crashing, unfortunately, uh, I lost, like, 90 minutes of work. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I, since then, I am, uh, auto saving, or, um, I am, uh, quick saving constantly. Uh-huh. But uh but I'm trying not to um load for story decisions, right? So I'm I'm like I'm only using that specifically for combat that doesn't go the way I need it yeah. to go. I'm I, I but if it's like if somebody dies or if I make a wrong choice or if I don't roll a good dice roll in a persuade check, I'm I'm like, cool, it's fine. Um I, I want it to be. I want to have like the kind of story consequences, um, but so yeah. But it, it's it's. But it, sometimes you're just like it would be nice to be like, hey, I need help. And oh, FYI, like please do not go to sleep before you help me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, I I like that that stuff is in there, and I had like you know I had a save that I could go back to and be like, oh, that was not. Okay, I d- I didn't understand yeah. what was going on here. Um, I'm, but yeah, so that now that you've done that, you might not be able to advance some at least one character side quest if you haven't uh, until you get to Act Two, um, and it might like you you look at your journal and it'll say like, oh, this person moved on or you know whatever. Uh, so yeah, there there is a. There are points to that stuff, and it's weird. I think Mountain Pass wasn't in early access. Maybe I saw. Um, mm. So it is weird that it gives you that notification just for that because.
1: Yeah, because like most things aren't. When you go to the it, other it,
0: similar location, like the other option, they tell you um, it doesn't give you. It doesn't give until you that much. Later. Interesting.
1: Yeah, no, they like the, 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 like you start, you're, you're walking in the overworld and then you, you have to click to say, to go through the mountain pass and it, it opens up a different map. And they say, uh, make sure you wrap up all your, uh, tie up all your loose ends. And I'm like, I got like a little bit like anxious about it. And so I started doing stuff, but I'm like, oh, and it also told me like, oh, your, your party is super under leveled And I'm like,
0: oh, fuck. oh interesting. But,
1: yeah, it was like your party is under leveled, but I'm like, is it though? Because I've done everything, and then uh, I I went and they said like, no, you can go back. So I'm like, okay, so I can just go in and try some stuff, and then if it's too hard, I can, you mm-hmm. know, yeah, approach other things. But yeah, it, it isn't that it was uh, it. It told me like, oh, your party might be on, un- might be under level mm-hmm. for this. Interesting. Um. Yeah.
0: Anyway, yeah, Pat, you're so you uh, remade your character. What what did you end up going with? So I made uh, half-elf ranger.
1: Hell yeah! That's Getting rid of
0: half-elves and half-orcs and D&D 1, the new one. No half-classes. Yeah, I don't know. I've always but, liked, uh, have, I've liked I half-elves. I like half-elves. Got yeah. Part,
2: well,
1: part of the dumb thing that is because of... Um, uh, Half-Elves in Tales of Symphonia because that's a good story point. But anyways.
2: <laughs> yeah, I uh, I went with the Half-Elf Ranger and um, I and I started off on the balance difficult. the other thing that I was going to say that is I don't even think they should let you play the origin characters. Dark sure. Urge is fine. Yeah. But the thing that I'm finding is just like I only played a couple hours so I'm not far like I picked up Sterian Gale and Lazale. I don't even know where you meet Will cuz I was playing as Will. Um you'll meet him, but you'll meet uh, him later.
1: He 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 takes a, a
2: minute. Yeah, he and Carlac. Carlac takes a long time too. And like I thought I was found it was I thought I would have a really interesting time with like playing as Will, so Carlac will be an interesting like mm-hmm. thing to work out and stuff. And I just felt like it just felt like I wasn't connected to the characters at all, and it meant that you never hear Will talk like at yeah. all, mm. which is really it's frustrating. Like a yeah, like you so don't me,
1: uh, you don't hear like the voice actor or anything. You, know,
2: you hear him when you're like the ambient dialogue yeah. that you get, but they never. All your dialogue choices are just like they would be for
1: oh. if you were playing a creative character. So he
2: never talks. Um, oh, that's a shame. Yeah, so I just I think that they should He's rarely not be
1: in my party, but I like Will a lot. So I
2: I think if they're going to if they they should at least have a really clear thing that's like you should make your own character, play the dark urge if it's fun, if it sounds fun to you, don't play one of these at least say like I think yeah. it if makes you don't more pick one of these characters, they will be in your party. Because I didn't even know that yeah. those were the party members. Mm. Like, I thought those were just. I thought those were more like the Dragon Age origin uh, stuff. Well, yeah, where you could, pick an like origin those are like the character.
1: like they've already created characters uh, that you can yeah. try. Oh, Divinity Original sure. Sin
0: does the same thing. Or Original Sin Two does the same system, where it's you can pick, you know, an origin character if you want, or you can make your own, and then the origin characters are the characters that you put in your party and meet. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Uh I mean, oh, yeah. they put out stats and like I think it's like 93% of people picked a custom character uh mm-hmm. including Dark Urge. and then uh I think the most popular um origin character was Gale, which is interesting to me.
1: That is interesting. That is
2: interesting. I think but he might be my favorite party member character.
1: He's hmm. I I I love Gale. He yeah. like, like I said, he just reminds his like personality is very alistair from dragon age who is
2: one of my he's, favorite he's a really
1: video game good
0: characters. character i like hysteria um, and his is, i think he chews up the uh, scenery <laughs> he is amazing <laughs> the performance I, is, yeah.
1: I love all of them is the thing is like so that's like gonna that's like what's gonna carry me through a lot of this is that i'm just like every time i meet a new person i'm like you're amazing like i met carlac and i was like i love you I love you. Like,
2: I don't like Carlack. I'm why? surprised that I don't. You motherfucker. She, who? I don't know. She's I just don't. Like,
0: she's the best.
1: Like, she's, I feel like she was designed specifically to be likable.
2: Yeah. She Carlak. shows up and she's like, I want to fucking kill everyone. Fuck the world. Let's just murder everyone alive. And I'm because like, no, they were, like going out.
1: after her specifically. I
0: yeah, that but... was not my experience with Carla. Like, she's like, hey, I want to get these these fuckers. But besides that, these she's fu- been like yeah. super chill. And chill. like very like the oh, least Oh, yeah, like, she was always especially like, the like the least the first... shitty person in my party.
1: <laughs> yeah. Cause like I feel like at first it was just like, Oh, here's the fuckers that were sent after me. Uh they say they're paladins. They're not paladins. They're 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 fucking sent by the demon should we kill them and i'm like okay and she's like heck yeah and then after that she's she's just so like positive and cool and i'm like yeah
2: i wonder if she was was did not seem positive at all to me when i had her she was because that's what i was expecting from her and and what i got from her was like i fucking hate everyone man let's burn it all down and i was just like mm, that's like mm, uh, weird yeah. That is weird, I don't know. Cause maybe it's cuz I was playing as Will. Fan, I don't know. Maybe. Um Maybe. Yeah, I, that, so I'm yeah. looking forward but to meeting her again and not, and not and having will that. She will
1: kind of get contest. along in my party now, but anyways.
0: Oh yeah. yeah. Like, they yeah. they were. Like, Basically oh, the well, dialogue well, you're, choices you're cool? I, okay, never mind.
1: Honestly, I I I kind of I kind of love how both of them work because they're the way that they're like they go um go from uh, I don't know like he's like i've got to hunt her down and then they meet up and you like it t- he takes like very little convincing and you're, he's like wait a minute you're not evil what the fuck is that and then and then they seem chill and i'm like i i like that that they're not like constantly it didn't they did believe it's, it's her it's not another shadowheart
0: and uh, uh lazel situation where they're just like constantly at each other's throats
2: i guess the the Maybe thing
1: better I, like i i Shadowheart and Lancel better be decent now with each other. I'm like, Uh, I swear to God.
2: I guess the the thing that um, I like my initial meeting with Carlac was like, she tells her story, side of the story. I'm like, okay, cool, yeah, I'll help you. And then she's like, okay, we got to go kill these paladins. And my dialogue options were like, sorry, I'm not helping you, or like. Yeah, I fucking hate paladins anyway. So let's go. Just let's go. Just oh, let's, let's go up this random. And I was just like, wh- I'm exaggerating, but it was <laughs> it was very it was very much like, fuck yeah, let's get them. Or sorry, I don't want to do that. And I was like, well, could why can't I say like, okay, I'll help you, but I don't really. I guess you're. I'm. I'm taking it on your word that they're not who they say they are, and mm-hmm. like, I don't know. I don't really know you. There's a lot. There's a lot with this game and the way that the dialogue is written where it's like, I met you a day ago and now you're getting really offended that I'm not willing to like yeah. give you a magical item or they, let you drink my blood or go they, massacre five <laughs> oh, they
0: like, a do a through
2: blood. A lot of and I, um,
0: character relationship stuff comes yes. up very quickly and part of that, you you rest a lot, so it's like you have to because that's how you power up and whatnot. Um, they're not power up. I just use too you, many like uh the how you get your how you heal and restore right. your, your shit. I need
1: spell slots, yeah. And,
0: I... But it it does make it very quickly where it's like, hey, want to sneak off into the bushes? Uh, or yeah,
2: or... that and Shadow Heart was like right on. Like I think that the. The timing of that stuff, I feel like like it's happening. It's like a weird that's I think where part of my disconnect was coming from. And we'll see if it does if it comes back with the Ranger thing. Is like it takes so long to move through that first map because it's so dense. Mm-hmm. It's an area that if you went on like a hike, you could see two-thirds of it in a day in real life, probably. Like it's it's like it's 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 not the the surface area of that area is not really crazy huge it's like it's big but it's like a big park
0: Mm -hmm.
2: but it takes you several days of game time to move through it because you have to rest and get Mm -hmm. and recover strength and then at the same time yeah these characters asking me for things who i just met but then if i like like gail can ask like his th- his ask and like I was like I don't know man this seems like a lot to me and he got really mad at me the first time that I was like I don't know how I feel about this and then I asked him something and he was like well we've only known each other for a short time so I can't really <laughs> share this with you and I'm just like what?
1: Yeah. which is it
2: yeah <laughs> um, I think it's so- I
1: think it's funny though it's uh where where it's like yeah we're it, well it, I mean it does feel good like. I personally enjoy the, um, uh, like the the jump from uh, like Shadowheart being like I I don't know you I'm not gonna tell you shit to like her starting to confide in me and it's like I I enjoy that but it is kind hers of hers is the
2: like, arc that worked has worked the best for me in that way yeah basically. yeah
1: because I feel like she like she immediately you start asking her questions and she's like what the fuck we just met like we're and then, and then now she's like, she's like, I like we've been brought together with these weird circumstances, but I trust you, and I feel like that's worked well for me. Um, there, I, I think that they all just kind of have different, it, you know, ways that they do that. But I, I really do find it funny.
0: Feels like they put a lot more work into Shadow Heart, um, which is I, I don't have all of the party members. Uh, got to hand it to him but uh the, yeah it, it it seems like there was a lot more effort put into shadow heart and her story relative to the rest of the game and maybe Lazel, but i haven't been using lazelle because like i kind of chose to forego that root uh route in my game i'm just like man she sucks uh, uh yeah,
1: see I i'm I i'm just like, like the her. I like Lazell. See, I like all of them as is the issue, but I have, um,
0: I have she, been debating is... multiple times whether or not I should just let her die as part of a story <gasps> moment. No, she sucks. She's so I, mean.
1: I, I'm just, I'm, I'm just the the party mom going, stop fighting you two. Just I mean, that's that's the route stop. I take,
0: but now I have another chance to be like, eh, maybe I could just let her die.
1: I I don't know why I like Lazell, and I think that there's some interesting character stuff. That she could be getting to. I'm not sure mm-hmm. yet. Because um, as, with some of the. Um, uh, mountain pass stuff. Where you go to yeah. the. Uh, Crush. She's. she's um, Like well obviously this person has to be. Uh, a traitor. Because this wouldn't. Like our, our. This. The whole overarching system of the Githyanki. Wouldn't be bad. And it's like well i don't know about that um so i haven't been able to continue with that cuz i'm i'm not strong enough but uh i'm interested to see how that goes if she ever if she kind of starts looking at it and going like yeah maybe this society is kind of messed up in its own way huh
0: yeah. So we'll uh,
1: we'll see. I'll let you know. <laughs> yeah, someday
0: I would like to see
2: that story. uh, if Lazo, uh
1: yeah, story. Oh, that's yeah, it. I will
2: say I think also playing with a created character makes the potential story stuff more interesting because um, there is I I can pick three characters to focus on for companions, and then you could play it again with the other three companion characters. Yeah. And so even then like you can
0: of... pull you can see all their stories as you go through and just pull yeah. them into your party. Mm-hmm. They they level up. Everyone levels up at the same yeah, speed. I mean which that's is nice, true, I guess. But, but... so like uh, you can okay. change your party I... up however you want, whenever you want.
1: I don't get it, but Gale like levels up slower than the rest of my party and I don't understand.
0: Uh, Shadow Heart was leveling up a little bit slower than the rest of my party, but I think it might have to do a little bit with inspiration, but I'm not sure. Don't quote me on that.
1: <laughs> Everybody was was leveling up at the same time, except for Gail. I'm like, why? Why is this
0: happening? And I don't know. Uh, yeah, but so you're you're having a much better time with the, the yeah. I'm enjoying it a lot more for sure. Yeah. I think
1: thing. that makes sense. I I don't know. I mean, I get why they have that as an option, but at the same time, I kind of wish they had just been like, here are a few characters that we've created for you but like not let you play as one of them. I don't know.
0: Uh, yeah, it's, I'm not sure th- I think if they it's weird have like individualized like Carlack, for example. I, I guess Gale probably has this too. Like they have individualized mechanics that you wouldn't have on a custom character. Uh which, you know, is a gives you a slightly different way to play the game. Uh mm-hmm. they are like you know Super game alteringly powerful or anything with these mechanics, but it's just another little extra thing on top. Uh, but I don't know that everyone has something like that. I can't, like, Will, I can't think of anything that would really fit with that. Uh, Lazelle, I don't think, like, she's just like, like a Gethanki fighter. I don't think there's anything special about her. Game mechanics wise. Uh, Yeah, maybe if they had done something like that with all of the characters to give them more uh, individualized um, play styles or something. uh, Yeah. uh, To differentiate them more from the created characters, other than just you're in the story, not hearing any of the dialogue about it, uh, versus, you know, just having them in your party. But.
2: Yeah, not sure. Anyway, I'm definitely having a better time. The dialogue is way more in- engaging when it's actually my character talking. Yeah. Um. And so, yeah, I I will be, um, I think I will be uh much happier playing through it uh-huh. this time. And also starting on balanced. Part of the problem is that starting with um the uh the the tactician difficulty is I used a bunch of resources. Uh- so I always I felt like I was one step behind mm-hmm. the entire the rest time. Of the time. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh the apparently kill the the demon guy in the in the ship, you get a really good sword that's like better than
2: anything mm. you get
0: like mm. for a long time.
2: I didn't I didn't yeah. bother. I just pushed uh-huh. through and yeah. connected the things. Um it's I the Dragon's Tail Sword from Dark Souls of mm-hmm. the Yeah. Uh 3.
0: my experience having played uh, up into act 3 has been uh very good you know I've played like <laughs> probably 50 hours since the last podcast and it's it's been a really good time it's kept me engaged the whole time the act 2 had me a little worried um because it is you were talking about how that first area is so dense and there's so much stuff going on mm-hmm. in act 2 is not as dense at all. It is, Mm. there, there is stuff going on and quests and things to explore and do, but it is much more, uh, narrow in its focus. Uh, there's some difficult stuff in there, uh, just exploring and, uh, but cool stuff to find and, um, interact with and big story moments. And you, uh cool characters show up. I, I was ready to throw it all away for Isabel, uh, whose character you'll meet in act two. Uh yeah I'm like, I'm relationship also relationship with Karlak over Isabel is my new girlfriend.
2: Um I I'm glad that there's more interesting characters that pop up because I like the companions. Yeah. And I should say to your point, Allison, I don't like Lazale, but it's not that I don't like her I don't my like her, character does I, not like Lazale. Yes, yes,
0: yes, I mean, I, <laughs> I think she's a
2: great character. I think she's really. She's, yeah. I think I, I think she's really well written. I, like I think she's a good character. Under, she's
1: under and probably
2: powerful personality.
1: Unusual, and then I'm just like man yeah, I just like hanging out with all of you guys, even though you're wildly different. No, people. I guess that's
2: my point. Is I think you're right. I think it's it's cool. I don't I don't think it's uh, there's something it's about weird all, at of all the
0: characters. Though I mm-hmm. when I played on early access, I didn't like Gale. So. Um, but the uh, yeah, there is a lot of like cool reveals and stuff in Act Two, and then Act Three, it just like gets so dense and there's so much going on. It's spoilers. Uh, Act Three is when you get to Baldur's Gate, and yeah, yeah, it is. It's it's a city. There is. It's like when you get to Novigrad in The Witcher Three. It's just like oh, this is like a completely different game now. Uh, mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Yep. it, uh, you know, there's a lot of, you know, there's still combat and things, but there's a lot of more of like investigating and going around. And I think it opens up your options a little bit more. And, you know, you can go and interact with the newspaper and see what they're printing about you and be like, Hey, stop that. That's, those are lies. That's not what I'm doing at all. And reckoning with, uh, you know, these character stories, which many of them coming to a head in the city and things that have been building since Act 1 that don't start to, like, you don't really see until Act 3 are, uh, so far, have been very satisfying. And it doesn't feel like I'm being funneled to any particular endpoint. I've got so many things I could be doing and multiple ways to approach uh, each of the, each of the events, and to learn about what's happening, and uh, alliances I can make, and people I can piss off. Uh, so that all seems very good. You know, so far, I, I hope it sticks the landing. I'm, I'm reasonably certain it will. But uh, that, that being said, it's not without its flaws. There, are, I had in a in the midst of a big dramatic cutscene, it did a weird thing where it just like took out a ton of the textures and just gave me like a generic ground texture and like put in some characters that weren't supposed to be there in the background. There were just like some, illithid, just like standing T posing behind me. And I'm like, that's, uh Oh, that seems weird. It wasn't relevant <laughs> to what was happening. That's funny. Yeah, it was, but I was like, why, hmm? why is that there? Uh, and then like when it came out of the cutscene, scene, everything was fine, but, it, it was yeah, weird yeah. um and that's like the only thing like that i have seen was that one instance but the, some crashes here and there and i I jumped off of a platform and then it transported me to a different area and i was like why okay i there was a door it transported me through a door and then that door mm-hmm. took me back down to the area i like, i didn't nobody nobody touched the ladder why did we go up there that wasn't even nearby to where i was but okay uh so yeah it it is there the fact that act two and three were not in early access and haven't been as as tested and ironed out is very evident uh, at the moment over time i'm sure they'll be getting these things fixed they've already put out a couple hot fixes They're working Mm -hmm. on like an actual patch and such. So, over time, these things are they they fixed the Yankee penises, uh, Mm. or is it It, let me tell you, penises like D and E clipping through the underwear?
2: So, (laughs) there was no, I'm, I am. Is that really a
1: fix though?
0: Uh, It's a nerf to the Yankee penis. This is
2: correct. I am no prude, but let me tell you, making a character, I was like, I. Picking picking a penis is weird. <laughs> uh, Dragonborn, I don't
0: think I picked a penis.
2: I just chose. That's yes. Shitty. Come on.
0: Hey, uh, you know, I. It's good that they give so many options. I mean, like cyberpunk, <laughs> it only had like two options for penis.
2: I know. So. yeah. But didn't uh, it have a like a length slider or something? I, I don't can't think remember. so. I don't, okay. I don't think so. It's not Saints Row. Uh
1: Sexy yeah, it's not. Slider. What's the other one?
0: <laughs> but yeah, uh it that stuff has been uh it, and you do get more than just the origin characters as party members, uh I should say. That's cool. Yeah. Um That's good to know. Like Halsen is one that you can get, uh the Druid, and then there's some other characters that you'll That's meet.
2: very good to know because no, I like the party members that are origin characters that you get early on, but it's kind of boring that the only party members are like carlax the only one well, I guess Lazael too but like there's a we talked about this before there's a there's a there's a real um slant towards just like people uh mm-hmm. like or like just like human like human like you know yeah. elf or or human yeah yeah um which isn't there's no yeah or you anything, don't there's no but, like
0: gnome or halfling. yeah that's uh, what I'm
2: getting at or dragonborn or yeah. dwarf
0: yeah yeah like you don't see dragonborn until Act Three when you get to the city uh, <laughs> or monks really um, which is you know I I understand that stuff came in late in development but also it it does feel a little little weird uh, but it it's yeah uh, I have been having a good time and as i've gotten further figuring out like, okay i gotta i really gotta like separate my characters and approach combat more deliberately and like okay set asterion up over here to like be in the shadows and snipe people because i've got like i've got him dual wielding crossbows and one if he like attacks people from the shadows the first one can light people on fire and then the second one will do extra damage to people who are on fire. Uh, so there's a cool synergy going on there and mm-hmm. uh, having him in the shadows. And then my monk and Karlak are just, like, jumping in and fighting people head on. And then... Uh, but my my monk can turn invisible because of, like, some stuff I got from the storyline. kill a guy and then turn invisible, and that's fun. And then I've got Shadowheart doing cleric stuff. But yeah it's been working out the way to make this work the the party I want to roll with work even though it's not an optimal party at all like we are mm-hmm. not good at certain things which is fine to me i I'd rather hang out with the characters I like uh than you know have to go through with characters I don't uh or you know uh sure spend time with characters I like and just you know, make it work and brute force my way through, which I'm fine. I'm fine with. Uh, and uh, limited saves coming, but occasionally, like if something goes, like, oh no, this did not. So I clicked something wrong, and I, I'm not. I'm not. Oh, with that.
2: Also, I turned off karmic dice. I did too. And I'm having a better time. Yeah, uh, I think karmic uh, dice was making me mad.
0: Maybe. Uh, anecdotal evidence is people are. Preferring karmic dice off, they say it I have nothing is maybe better for people new to the system. Uh, like people who are unfamiliar. They have it like, on, f- or... yeah, yeah. Having it on is okay. better for people who are new to five E, for example, or new to Dungeons and Dragons, sense. new to role playing games, and that kind of thing. Uh, they describe it as a friendly DM, but uh, yeah, there, there's been, there's not a lot of clear information about how it works exactly like it for sure stops you from going on like a losing streak uh, supposedly it also stopped you from going on a winning streak Uh, allegedly they took off the winning streak factor so you could still win but then it also applies to enemies too so they don't go on losing streaks so yeah who could say hard to say Yeah, but there's a lot of it it is going from act 2 and act 3 and going oh okay there is a lot going on here this feels a lot more like a like kind of the the campaign you want to play where there's goofy stuff happening and there's serious stuff happening and you can you know the the writing is really shining here cuz you can just mm-hmm. find talk to people on the streets and they've got little quips and there there's a lot of good just like one line quips about like the dwarf who's like what if they built a machine that drank pints (laughs) 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 it's just very good like why why is the machine drinking pints but okay i guess uh but yeah uh i'm sure there is i'd be interested to like look up a speed run of this game or something and just oh, see I mean... the way people absolutely break it people did crazy things with Divinity Original Sin, I never watched an Original Sin 2 speed run but the first one just like sta- seen... like taking barrels and dropping barrels on people's heads and things like that With uh, which is a lot more feasible in Original Sin because of the way that mechanic works but similar things exist here uh, in different ways so it would be a lot of fun to see what happens with that stuff.
1: Yeah, I've seen uh, I know that in, like, Dragon Ange playthroughs, they, like, completely destroy the game, and it's, it's, it's yeah. kind of hilarious.
0: But, uh, yeah. Uh, I'm I'm assuming I'm going to finish the game in the next few days here, uh, and then I don't know what I'll do with myself. <laughs> uh... I don't know, we'll see. But uh there, there anything happening in the like the like announcement soon? Is there like a Nintendo thing happening? I thought there was something, but maybe not.
1: Um, there was like a Pokemon one, but nothing really got announced. I didn't watch it, but um there there's a Pokemon presents and it was like It sounded
2: largely bad, but that Pokemon trading card game coming to Switch is good.
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Um, yeah, Pokemon Train Card Game and Stadium Two came to Switch, which is nice. Oh yeah, Stadium Two. Um, mostly, mostly nice. Uh, but it looked like they had a little bit more detail about the DLC, um, mm-hmm. new Detective Pikachu game stuff, animated stuff, card game stuff. Okay. More yeah. animated stuff. So it was like it was largely. Um, you know, pretty, not, not very eventful.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. So yeah, uh, there was like a THQ Nordic thing, but oh, I, I don't know. I I did see Titan Quest 2 was announced, which is interesting because of like the weird reception around Diablo. And I wonder if that'll like get people interested. Cause that's, that's a ARPG, isn't it? Titan Quest. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, I wonder I don't even know if that game's going to come out soon and how, how all well that's going to go. But
2: the weird re- reception to Diablo remains a very silly thing.
0: Uh, and then there's what the, uh, Diablo. Everyone's great. hyped about the final season of Diablo three. <laughs> like they're, they're giving us so uh, much stuff we always wanted. Apparently I'm just seeing this in my yeah. Google feed. Yeah. So, okay. I guess the game still sucks. Uh, yeah, all right. Well, I think uh, that's gonna do it for us today then, unless anyone has any final thoughts.
2: Really? Not really. Okay.
1: I'm probably gonna go and play more Baldur's Gate.
0: That's. I will probably play another hour or so play, before I go to bed.
2: I, I'm excited to play it again, mm-hmm. which I'm very happy about. So I I, I am glad you were.
0: You found a way to make it. Uh,
2: I barely it played myself again any of it this week because I was just like, I'm not really having a great time and I'm just going to play magic instead. Um, and so, yeah, it's nice to, to be more into it again.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Well, uh, listener, thank you for tuning in to episode 280 of the gaming fix podcast on August 13th, 2023. Thank you to Jeff Davis at stranger Peace on all social media and tiktok and twitch i guess those are social media too but they're <laughs> they're letting people do wild stuff on twitch these days like i've i signed on to get some Baldur's gate drops and there was just a lady on the front page with like her nipples out i, I guess her nipples weren't out because they were she had like body painting but like topless only body painting i'm like this
2: is f-. i'm not sure you're all you're technically allowed to do that
0: <laughs> yeah yeah uh, you i she was on the front page like i that's
2: i mean good purely. for her yeah but
0: uh i was like what the fuck is going on here uh i don't know twitch is wild right now i guess uh can't do that on youtube uh but yeah uh maybe you can see jeff's nipples if you go to Twitch.tv/strangerpiece. <laughs> Tell him <them> Andre. <laughs> uh, Allison, no. where can people find you?
1: Um, go read my reviews at Nintendo World Report. Um, I'm still on the husk of Twitter at w r i t e r s e r e n y t y, but I mean, it's it's a husk.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, Pat, where can people find you?
2: Uh, you can find me at PJC Plays on Twitter still. I don't really use that much. I, basically, I log on there for jokes, because not all of the funny accounts I follow are on mm-hmm. Blue Sky, mm-hmm. which I'm on now, uh, at E-A-T-C dot B-S-K-Y dot social. hmm Great. And... You I've can- been actually posting on Blue Sky. I'm trying to do it, like, mm-hmm. every day or so.
1: I need um, to actually, like, go on there and break my break my Twitter habit, so... Mm-hmm.
0: It's, it's not there.
2: very good scrolling for Blue Sky yet, but
0: no, uh, I mean, that's uh, my Well, issue. it's because it's only the accounts you follow, so yeah, and like, there's not. I will so say many people, so you do get to the point where like I've read all the tweets of the people I follow. Yeah, or the skeets. Sorry, I, I but it's a much nicer,
2: the much nicer fire. I'm yes, like, the the, vi- cool. the vibes are great. Uh, yes.
0: You can find me on Blue Sky at c o l e s l four w, and uh, you can find us back here with another episode of the Gaming Fix podcast uh, next week, same time, same place, in your podcast feed of choice. Stay with gamers. Sometimes varies, but it's definitely wow. the same <laughs> Wow! <laughs> I'm you the stepped, one who edited it last ste- week. Step, stepped all over my sign off. Oh yeah. Well- Do it again. Say the sign off again. Gamers, excluding Pat, stay wet.